Here's a nonlinear cost function. Suppose the cost of producing x units of a product is c of x equals x squared plus 10x plus 15. So you can see it's nonlinear. It's a quadratic cost function. And if we want to evaluate the cost of producing x number of items, I'm going to start with 0 and go up. c of 0, actually 0 plus 0 plus 15 is just 15, isn't it? That's our startup cost, $15. If you produce one item, now you're adding 1 squared plus 10 times 1. So you're adding 11 to your 15, which is 26. And notice, I'm adding 11 to 15. So the change in cost going from 0 units to 1 unit is $11. And then two items, 2 squared plus 10 times 2 plus 15. Now I'm adding 24 to the 15. So my change in cost has gone up now by 24. And when I add 24 to 15, I get 39. Sorry, I'm adding 24 to the original 15. So the difference here is not 24. It's 3 and then 1, 13. Now, if I want to go up to C3, you might be able to guess. We had 15, actually. But 3 squared plus 10 times 3 plus 15. Now, to the original $15 startup, we're adding $39. So 39 plus 15 is $54. And you might notice our delta C, our change in cost, going from 2 units of production to 3 units of production is now 15, as predicted. So you can see that the actual cost function, c of x, is going up at a nonlinear rate as your production levels increase. So you can see 11, 13, 15. The next one is going to be 17. That's because we have a quadratic function. And its rate of change, derivative, is 2x plus 10, but we'll come back to that. The main thing is to notice that it's not linear, right? So depending on how many units you want to look at production for, the change from going to the next production level from 200 to 201 is not necessarily going to be predictable like it was when we had the linear function. For the linear function, no matter where we were in production, An increase of one unit made an increase in cost of $55. But now we've got a nonlinear function. So the further out you are in the graph, the steeper it is in this case. And so one unit of production increase actually corresponds to potentially bigger changes in cost than it would down at the beginning. That's why, notice our delta C is going up, 11, 13, 15, 17, and so on. So if I wanted to look at the difference between producing 201 units of something and 200 units of something, if I wanted to do it directly, I would have to plug in 200 into the cost function, and I'd have to do the math. And why don't we talk about how we do that on our calculator? Do you remember on the calculator in the home screen?
you would type in x squared plus 10x plus 15, and you'd hit that such that key, x equals 200. And when you do that, you get a production uh, cost of 42015. And if you do the same thing, you already have it in your in your calculator, and all you have to do is change that 200 to 201. And when you evaluate the cost function at 201, you have 42426. And that's what you would get if you plug 201 in for x into the cost function. You have to square it, you have to multiply it by 10, you'd have to add all those up and you would get 42426. So that's that's how much your cost would go up from 42015 to 42426. So if we wanted to evaluate the marginal cost at level 200, marginal cost at level 200, we would take C of 201 minus the cost of 200. And whereas before, all I had to do was say, well, it was 55 no matter what for the linear function. Here, I actually have to do the subtraction. If you've already got it in your calculator, you go up and you grab the 42426 and hit enter. Then you say minus and go up and grab the 42015. Highlight it and hit enter. And then for your answer, you're going to get 6 minus 5 is 1. 2 minus 1 is 1. 4 minus 0 is 4. 2 minus 2 is 0. 4 minus 4 is 0. So the actual change in the cost if you produce one more item than the 200th item, it's going to be a $411 difference. So we call that the marginal cost at level 200 because that's how much it would cost to produce one more item after 200 items. So one more item after 200 would be 411 If, if you'd like to see with the graph, Suppose this is our function that starts at 15 on our y-intercept, and it's going up. It's a positive parabola. Its vertex is over there, negative. And I've got production level of 200, and my output, my y-value was 42015. And then I went one more to 201. And I'm going to exaggerate this so we can see it. And the cost for 201 items, were, the cost was 42426. And so the actual change, delta C, between the 201st item and the 200th item, that's what economists call the marginal cost at level 200, and that was 42426 minus 42015.
which turned out to be $411. If we're in dollars, if we're in euros, then that would be that. So 411 is our change in the Y values on the cost function if we're going from 200 to 201. And what I wanted you to see was it actually represents the change in Y, right? And what's the change in X? It's just one, isn't it? So it's just the change in Y because the change in X is just one, so you could actually use the slope to represent that. But we're going to come back to that. So anyway, that's, it's always a change in Y values. And in this case, it also happens to be the slope of the line between the two points because our delta X is 1. So this, again, will, will show up a little later. But what I want to make sure is clear is that the marginal cost at level 200 is called $411, C201 minus C200.